I am Avery or Hazel or Kylie. You can just pick one. I don't care. Hello, and I am Spider-Man. No, you're not. <laughs> now I'm Lily. Yeah. Um, welcome to the From the Closet podcast. Today we are covering Spider-Man 3. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to... This is a yet another wheel movie, so I'm going to spin the wheel to determine what wheel movie we're doing next. And the wheel landed on the Matrix Revolutions. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because so, we were just talking about that movie. Yeah, we were. So um, you can join us tomorrow for Amphibia Season 3, which coincidentally is also the next thing we're recording. Um, you can join <laughs> us next week for The Matrix Revolutions and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3. Which I haven't seen half of, so we're finally going to start getting to Marvel, more Marvel television stuff that I haven't seen. Which is fine. I just haven't seen any of it. Well, you've seen Seasons 1 and 2. Well, I mean, I haven't seen the stuff we haven't covered. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to look and see if Matrix 4 is on HBO Max or not. Um... I mean, I can uh, take a look if you want to, um, we'll like, look, just during the intro bit. We'll, we'll look after the podcast is over. Um, because, like, uh, the, the thing about this is, like, it, it's going to determine if Matrix 4 goes on the wheel or if you have to replace the Matrix series on the wheel. <laughs> the, it's called the Matrix... Um, Resurrections. Re yeah, Resurrections. Yeah, it seems like it's also on HBO Max. Okay, cool. So we can definitely replace it. Um, so yeah, this this podcast episode will contain spoilers for Spider-Man 3. Uh, if you would like to avoid spoilers, you will find a link below to Just Watch, which itself will have links to every place that you can rent, purchase, or stream this movie. For us here in the U.S., the movie is available on Hulu. Um, our link is to the U.S. version of the of the site. However, if you use the Just Watch app, it will automatically redirect you to your country's page. If you use the website, you can change the country from the website page. Also in the description is a link to our Patreon, where you can vote on future episodes of this show, as well as get access to episodes of this show early, um, and early access to episodes of our sister show, Off the Shelf, which is about books. That podcast is exclusive to, you, uh, to YouTube and Patreon. Um, Fuck. What? Sorry, continue. Oh, okay. Uh, also in the description below, there's going to be a link to Anchor.fm, which itself will have links to every platform that this podcast is on, as well as links to our Instagram and Twitter, where you can be notified when we release a new episode. Um, but with uh, all that being... on our Instagram, oh my god, it's growing again. <laughs> Did it ever stop? Um, I think it stagnated at around, uh, 50, and then it started again. Oh, cool. Um, but anyway, with all that being said, it, please get out of here if you would like to avoid spoilers, because we're going to start talking about the movie now. Alright, so before we dig into this, I just want to say, I, I can already see the critic ratings. I can't. They're not good. <laughs> they are not good. So, there's a lot of stuff we can talk about this movie. 
And it's a hard thing to find out what we want to start talking about first. But I, I have something I want to start talking about first, if you don't mind. Go ahead. There's too many villains in this movie. And yeah, well, granted, yeah. um, one of them does turn to be, you know, the hero. He still is a villain in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, um, I think what this movie suffers from is trying to tell too many stories at once. It's not even just that there's too many villains. There's too many stories going on. Because we have this plot with Sandman, um, who's trying to make amends with his family so he can see his daughter again. Um, well, at first he's not even Sandman. Uh, but mm -hmm. uh, then he becomes Sandman, and that causes a whole lot of stuff. And then like, there's also... Uh, an element of this that he accidentally killed Peter Parker's uncle. And I had told you when we did our Spider-Man 1 episode that there was more to the story of how he died. You did, actually. Yeah. I have a question. Could it that... So, from what we know now, could that have actually worked in uh, Spider-Man 1? I mean, or does that just just make no sense? I, I I don't see any reason why it couldn't work, um, hmm. because we don't actually see the scene in the movie where he gets shot. So, okay. Um, I was just wondering because, you know, a lot of times in movies they try to add more lore, but they don't there are some inconsistencies with the previous movies, you know? Yeah. So there's this whole Sandman plot going on. Then we also have the introduction of the Venom symbiote and what that brings to the table. Uh, so, like, it bonds with Peter, and then um, Peter uses the symbiote's weakness to particularly loud sounds um, to separate it from himself, but then it also bonds to Eddie Brock um, and honestly probably not that good of a take on Venom but um, um, who's Eddie? Eddie Brock was the reporter guy who faked the oh, picture of Spider-Man right. yeah right yeah um, sorry that whole thing was just really weird yeah um, Venom in general, like, this whole thing was weird, and they didn't really, they didn't really do a good job at, like, signaling to the audience that the symbiote is weak to loud sounds. Um, so when you're, when Peter defeats the Venom symbiote at the end of the movie with, like, loud noises, you're confused as to why it's working. Unless you've read the comic books. I actually wasn't confused at all. I've seen a lot of people who are confused by that. I mean, it, um, it kind of makes sense, as, um, especially when it has a flashback to the loud bell um, and how that um, you know, um, repelled. Though I will admit, there was like a shred of doubts, like, but what if it's the metal? Maybe it's the weakness is the metal. <laughs> In the ending scene, it, all, it kind of looked like that. But when Peter striked it, and then it 
Um, I knew for certain, uh, yeah, it's absolutely the sound. <laughs> yeah, but um, also, so we have the Sandman story going on, we have the Venom story going on, then we also have this story with the Hobgoblin and how he, uh, how Harry at, hates uh, Peter for supposedly killing his father, which we know from seeing Spider-Man 1 that he didn't actually do that, but Harry doesn't know that. He'll learn that later. Yeah. Um, so that story's going on. And then we also have this story of, like, Peter and MJ's relationship failing because Peter is letting fame get to his head and shit. And... This is what I really don't like about the movie. I do not like the direction they go in with Peter Parker's character in this movie at all. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it, it it's what takes me out of this movie. And it's not Tobey Maguire's fault at all, because he, he acts it really well, but it's just... I, I don't mean, like... It's rarely it, ever the actor's fault. They just get scripts. Hell, um, Tony McGuire absolutely killed his performance. Yeah, I, I feel like he does better performing at this, like, at this, um, this particularly bad writing for Peter Parker than he does at performing for normal Peter Parker. Um, <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, personally, Tom Holland is my favorite Peter Parker um, I mean, we've seen a bit of him in Civil War, um, just so far on this podcast, we are not too far away from covering, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, so we'll get to see a lot more of him there. Interesting. So, yeah, that's gonna be fun, uh, but, yeah, so the one thing, um, sorry, what? So, like, the thing that, uh, the thing that kind of also doesn't sit right with me in this movie, like like we talked about, there's just too much, too many things going on. It feels like Iron Man two again. Although this movie um, came out honestly, before so, Iron Man two. Um. So as far as I'm concerned, there is two like big plots in this movie. And all the other ones just sit into one or the other. Because that's just what it is. It's just fuel for two big plots. One is it Peter and MJ. And the, in fact, the relationship between Peter, MJ, and uh, the third one. The third one? Yeah. You know, you they're... Love triangle, whatever. Do you mean Harry? Yes. And then yeah. you have the Peter's search for revenge. And everything that um, collides with that, which is Sandman's story. Um, mm -hmm. I guess you can also put the reporter, but let's be honest, he's just a, a little thread in fucking space. Yeah, like Eddie Brock, um, Venom. It's it, yeah, and Venom know, was it, also um in like fueling his revenge, his rage. 
Yeah, like they set up that um, the symbiote, it amplifies uh, what is already inside, which is just the same fucking thing as the super soldier serum, but whatever. Yeah, but this time, well, the super soldier serum is not a virus. I mean, neither is this. It's a symbiote. I mean, what the fuck's a symbiote? And also, I mean, it requires um, fuels on the host. I guess it doesn't reproduce like a virus, but it does. Um, it's a harmful relationship to the host. What is important to recognize, though, about this movie, it, it's something important that you need to remember going forward, and I'm telling mm. you this so that you remember, is that in this universe, the Venom symbiote and uh, Eddie Brock know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. This is actually going to be important later. Why? Because. This... Oh, actually, no. I need to know for what. Um, into the Spider-Verse, um, like, what movie does this get brought back up in? Or is it the it new Spider-Man 4 that um, they're it, making? It, it's questionable whether or not that's even being made. Um, okay. I mean, that's, that. a lot of that is just rumors, but... Um, so... Just know that this is coming back um, a couple of other times, actually. Because we're not going to be um, spending much time in this universe at all. Because after this, we're, we're going to the next universe. Yeah, I, I mean, as far as I know, with this universe, we're done. Unless they actually make Spider-Man 4. But then, of course, uh, Tom Holland gets pulled into um, the Marvel Universe. I mean, Tom Holland's already in the Marvel Universe. Well, I mean, you know, the Marvel, the central Marvel timeline. Are you talking about Tobey Maguire? Yeah, that's what so, I meant. Yeah, you said I, Tom oh, Holland. Oh, I said the wrong one. Whoops, <laughs> yeah, Tobey Maguire gets pulled into um, the Marvel Universe. Yeah, the, the uh, in, into 616. I fucking hate that they called it 616, but whatever. It's not 616. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, like, the thing is, like, with, uh, with this movie, I just feel like they tried to do too much, and it didn't work. And the whole changing Peter's character just a lot. Um, and he does, like, some of it, it's like, you can get away with this because it's the symbiote. But then there's other stuff that he does without the symbiote even being involved. Because, mm -hmm. like, uh, for one, like, he kisses Gwen Stacy, and that, he didn't have the symbiote uh, bonded with him during that. That was all him. Wait. Gwen Stacy. Hold up. That's, um... That's the, the other Spider-Man, or Spider-Woman, I guess. Yeah, that it, that she's involved later. You'll you also um, uh, 
You also heard mentions of a professor named Kurt Connors. Um, well, let's mm-hmm. just say alternate versions of him are going to be important. Um, oh, goody. Yeah, so, like, they they try teasing a lot of things. It's very clear that Spider-Man 3 is not where this series was supposed to end. It just happened to be. Um, they actually yeah. were working on a Spider-Man 4 at one point, but it got canceled. It's qu- the question Wonder is why. now. The question is now whether or not it's going to be revived after the events of No Way Home. But we haven't really mm. heard anything. No, we haven't. Um, you brought it up. I just want to go to the extra mile to really emphasize. They changed Peter's character a lot. And a part of that kind of like I liked the um, the rage he had, the point to where he was angry that they haven't caught his father's killer yet, his uncle's killer. Uncle, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they also changed him to be a terrible person, uh, someone that loves power. And does things without a second thought. Yeah, see, to me, they ju- they just kind of made him unlikable. Um, and that's Absolutely. what I didn't... Yeah, like, that's what I didn't enjoy about it. I don't like watching this movie where the main character is this unlikable. Like, yes, I love Scott Pilgrim, but I don't think Scott Pilgrim's unlikable. He's an asshole, yes, but they... They make you. They figure out a way to write his character in a way that makes you root for him. They don't do that here. I don't think there was any way to make this story, but also have you root for Spider-Man. Yeah, it's just uh, it, it, it's a yikes from me in all <laughs> in all regards. Um, something I do <laughs> like is like is um, when he exposes Eddie Brock for the fake photo, because, like, <laughs> like that's absolutely based. When it comes to fake journalism, it absolutely deserves to be called out and dealt with harshly. Absolutely. But um, something I love about this movie, there's not a lot, but, God, I love the lengths he was willing to go in that state of rage when dealing with um, the Sandman. And you just... You know, it's funny. I find find myself rooting for Sandman in a lot of these scenes because, like, he was a victim of circumstance. I mean, I guess you, he didn't... Uh, Spider-Man didn't really know about that. Hell, the audience yeah. didn't really know about that until much later. I mean, it's fairly obvious that, like, his daughter was dying. Um, they make some hints. Like, they hint at it early on in the movie before they even actually directly come right out and tell you. Um, well, I mean, in the fake flashback, um, he killed um, his uncle without really even having to. But, of course, as we know, 
that didn't actually happen. That was just Peter um, thinking what is what happened. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know. To me, I always, the way I think of it, like, I just assume that that's naturally what Peter was thinking happened. I mean, at the very least, I I didn't think it was far off uh, just by looking at him, and I didn't absolutely did not think he accidentally uh, fired. Yeah. And I mean, to me, it seems like he accidentally fired because he was bumped um, into. The ruthlessness, uh, uh, definitely something that I, I, I can't, can, you can't um, really tell really whether or not um, his partner actually bumped into him or not. But I, from the angles everything is shot, it certainly seems likely that his partner bumped his arm and that caused the reflex to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. And it's certainly, uh, it's certainly awful. Um, and another important thing to think about is like, um, so Sandman, uh, also known as Flint Marco, he knows that uh, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Um, but he's also not really a villain uh, at the end of this movie. Um, he kind of just leaves peaceably at the end. And There's only really then, one villain at the end of this movie. Yeah, and Both he dies. the other ones. So, Does he die? Yeah, Venom died. Oh, no... Right. Sorry, I was talking about Sandman. No, see, that's the thing. I'm saying at the end of this movie, he's yeah, not a villain. Um, he, I um, I just um, thought you were talking about Sandman and say that he died or something. No, okay. So, Sandman leaves peaceably. He's no longer a villain. Uh, but, importantly, he's also not cured. Um, that is, he is true. Yeah. You can so, make people think that, um, you know, he's himself, but he can never enter a pool again. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also this scene where, like, Peter just assumes he's dead, and I'm like, why are you assuming he's dead? He did not, like, you saw no body. You just saw him getting slurped through a grate. Mm. I mean, um, rage blinds you. Yeah. And also, for some reason, I can't figure out why MJ, not MJ, um, Aunt May, I can't figure out why she didn't know Peter was Spider-Man, because I felt like she found that out at the end of the second movie. No, I don't believe so. No. I have to watch the end of the second movie again, but I absolutely believe that Aunt May did not know. I mean, I felt like she did, because there were a lot of scenes where, like, um, she talks about how when Peter would disappear on her, when, like, something would happen, like, particularly at the bank with Doc Ock, like, mm -hmm. And then Spider-Man would show up, 
Like, I, I feel like I remember there being a scene where she talks about piecing it together. Um, hmm. I could be wrong, but I don't know. Just to me, I felt like that was something I remembered. Also, the weird thing to me, okay, so it's completely unrelated to the movie itself. But when I went to watch this movie on Hulu, I noticed that they also have Smallville, and that's a DC show. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Hulu fucking has both Marvel and DC content on their platform. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) What other Marvel content does Hulu even have? Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 1, and they might have the Amazing Spider-Man movies as well. (laughs) Okay, what um, content that was actually made by... Like, the company known as Marvel. Probably nothing, because, I mean, I know they also have some Fox content. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, they might have uh, either Runaways or Cloak and Dagger. Um, Ooh. Okay, no, Runaways know. is uh, Disney+, Plus, so I'm going to look at Cloak and Dagger. I mean, there uh, has been some stuff that, um, like, Disney Plus and Hulu both have. Yeah, but not as much lately. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so um, apparently uh, Cloak and Dagger does not want to show me streaming services on fucking Google, so I'm just going to check Just Watch because, you know, they do it's it. It's on nothing. Surprise. That would be funny and unfortunate because Very we're supposed to cover that show eventually. Well, better uh, get the Hulu. DVD. Yeah. It is on Hulu. Wow, that would have been very unfortunate if it wasn't for a few, uh, maybe a month ago. Hmm. I mean, to be fair, Cloak and Dagger, us covering that show is like years away, I think. <laughs> well, let's hope we both keep it. Let's hope we both keep Hulu. I mean, even if we don't, I feel like by then, we will have the money to be able to subscribe to Hulu. Well, hopefully. I mean... Yeah. I mean, either that or I'm dead, so let's um, hope that... Um, yeah, let's hope that I do get money. <laughs> but, um, anyway, yeah, uh, I just found it funny that Hulu has both Marvel and DC content. And the fact that, like, Aunt May made a reference to Superman in one in one of the other two movies. Um, I can't really? remember which one it was. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. Yeah, but you know how bad my memory is. Yeah, it was a... It, it's just something funny I wanted to point out. Yeah, and, and, and like, I, I do um, I do know how bad your memory is. You probably don't remember a fucking thing about Sinbad. Okay, to be fair, though, that was by choice. <laughs> yeah, sure. I remember, I think there was a sponge involved. No. But, I mean, they're basically the same movie. But yeah, uh, anyway, I think, uh, I don't know. 
I, I genuinely don't know uh, how to feel about this movie because, like, the stuff with Sandman, that stuff is pretty good. It's just the whole storyline of Peter becoming egotistical and, like, letting all the power and fame go to his head, it, it doesn't sit right with me. But then, like, you also have J. Jonah Jameson being fucking hilarious. Like, that scene... He nails the, every... That vi the very first scene where he shows up in the movie, and we have, like, that uh, other character who would constantly buzz into his office and scare the fucking shit out of him. Oh my god, out I him. love that. Yeah, like, that. that's just fucking great. I love the little kid. He bought a a little kid camera for a hundred dollars, and the kid scanned him. It's like the film will cost extra. <laughs> yeah, fucking love that. Great. Get wrecked, Jamison. <laughs> but uh, but um, throughout the entire this entire trilogy, J. Joma Jamison has to be my favorite character. Yeah, uh, and I mean. I don't know if J.K. Simmons plays J. Jonah Jameson in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I've never seen them at all. Mm. So this is going to be, that's going to be an interesting experience for me. And uh, for those of you listening, if you're wondering, uh, yes, the Amazing Spider-Man did it is replacing Spider-Man Three on the movie wheel. Um, it's just a question of when it lands on it. Could be never. Yay. I mean, well, it could be never, but sadly, I mean, we if that actually do have to watch it, yeah, like it could be never, but if that happens, then literally our MCU progress just gets on an abrupt pause while we go and watch the Amazing Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man Two, Venom, and Venom: Let There Be Carnage. To be fair, do we actually have to do Venom and Venom: Let There Be Carnage? We don't, but it would be better if we did. So basically, that's just optional content. Um, optional. Um, though, for the required stuff, um, I mean, I'm actually really surprised. We've been two Spider-Mans in probably less than a few months. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually very curious. When was our Spider-Man 2 episode released. I'm going to check the schedule for that. Uh, because mm. it for sure is on the schedule. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that only goes it, to um, September of last year. Yeah, okay. So, um, it actually hasn't released yet at the time we're recording this. Shit, damn. Oh. <laughs> That's the reason, I was, like, when you said that, I was like, why do I feel like I haven't released it yet? It's because I haven't. <laughs> um, oh, you know, another thing I want to point out about this movie. Um, so the other two Spider-Man, uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, they take place in the year that they came out. So Spider-Man 1, okay. it takes place in 2002 because it came out in 2002. And then Spider-Man 2 came out in 2004 and takes place in 2004. That is not the case for this movie. This movie came out in 2007, but it takes place in 2005. Okay. Interesting. It's a minor thing. 
it's a minor thing, but I want to point it out for like timeline sake. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, so this movie doesn't end the best for uh, Peter and MJ's relationship. I mean, it says like it, it sends the message that they're clearly going to work on it, and No Way Home drives that home even further. Uh, when we eventually I mean, get to no that. way home just fucking confirms it yeah um but like obviously it it would take work after the kind of crap that peter did in this movie uh, i mean he kisses another girl when he knows mj is literally watching um i mean didn't mj just find out because of like the newspaper or something no she was there. She saw it happen. Yeah, and that's he knew thought, that she was, I, like, I knew she all just of got, that. So, she saw it in the newspaper and just got annoyed. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, but, like, Peter knew MJ was in the crowd. He knew she would see that. And then later, um, he literally takes a girl on a date to the jazz club where she works as a singer specifically to make her jealous. And then completely upstages her. Yeah. Then he completely upstages her, gets in a fight with the staff. She tries to, uh, she tries to pull him off of the staff and he whirls back and hits her. Um, granted like to his credit, he doesn't know it's her, but still, it's it's not good. Um, and um, you had mentioned that, um, you know, Peter does this even while knowing that she's in the crowd. I just want to just briefly mention something you absolutely already know. That doesn't matter if she was in the crowd or not. He so just should never have done that. Yeah, he he never should have done it. It's just the fact that he knows she's in the crowd and knows she's going to be watching that makes it worse. Yeah. It's already bad. This just makes um, it worse. Yeah, just doing it was a cut. Um, the fact that, you know, he knows that she's watching, that's a lemon. Just just squeezing right on that. Yeah. It's a... You know, it... it uh, and at least... At least with the stuff that happens in the jazz club, you can reasonably say that maybe he wouldn't have done that stuff without the symbiote or symbiote. Sorry, uh, I know people get get very particular about mispronouncing that. Um, I mean, you could just say venom. Yeah, I mean, you could say that was venom, um, and like he wouldn't have done that stuff without venom. But with the kiss. You can't say that because they weren't bonded at that time. Um, so and, uh, don't go to sleep angry. Um, uh, Venom will just come out and get you. <laughs> this is. Um, but, I don't know how to even describe that. I really but, don't. Yeah, um, you know, I, I can say for me, like I've never been physically abused like that. I've never had a partner who hit me, um, even once. Um, I just never I'd had like, a partner. Yeah, I'd like to say that if it happened once, 
it would be something I could move past. But if it happened twice, I'd be done. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know yeah. how I'd handle that situation because I've never been in it. At the same time, I've been on the other side of it. Um, mm -hmm. Not necessarily that I actually hit my partner, but I did grab their wrist a little too hard, and it did leave a bruise. And it Jesus, how strong are you? <laughs> I'm not that strong. Um, but, yeah, it, it sucked. It was awful. I felt horrible about myself, and my partner at the time forgave me, but at the same time, that also wasn't a good relationship just in general. Uh, mm -hmm. it was toxic both ways. Um, and we were in high school, so, Man, you know, I it, it, last to begin with. Yeah, I mean... Thankfully, I'm out of that situation now. Um, I think the two of us, we absolutely were not right for each other, period. Um, and I think she's... It, the thing about the, this partner is that I don't even want to be friends with her because I don't think she's... Like, I don't think we can have a healthy relationship even as friends. Um, Damn, that sucks. Yeah. Um, but I guess, do we, I don't think we have more to talk about this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, they ruined his character, Venom appears for reasons yeah. that happened. Um, and importantly, Venom and, uh, uh, the, the, the Sandman know Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And in fucking every fucking villain in this series knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But the only one that doesn't matter is Hobgoblin. <laughs> he does not matter. Hmm. Well, I mean, unless you consider J. Jonah Jameson a villain. Because he doesn't... He doesn't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say if he's a villain or not. Comedic villain, I guess. Yeah, I mean... I really appreciate him as, like, um, comic relief. He's really good at it. Um, and, like, even after we get through all the Spider-Man movies, we're still not going to be done with J.K. Simmons. I mean, of yes. course, we've already seen him in Megamind, but, like, I mean, J.K. Simmons also is a pretty major character in The Legend of Korra, so we're going to yeah. get to that eventually. Um, but... So I think I should um, mention a few things about this. Um, that I, uh, that's just been kept around my head. One, we have another villain that got ruined by the progression of science. Technically, he just fell into the progression of science instead of causing it. That still happened. Two, I'm we we have a villain. That uses that also conveniently has the hero's powers. I wouldn't even say that Venom has um, the hero's powers. Um, some powers are similar, but like they're not at all the same. Like uh, yes, Venom is Eddie replicating the hero's powers. I'll say like, that. I know Ed Eddie does make a joke about Spider Sense, but he doesn't actually have it. Um, so that's an important thing to 
take note of. Okay, but I mean, I was mainly focusing on, like, you know, the webs. Yeah. Which, um, what so, those are, I don't... Actually, I don't want to know what those are. In fact, it would actually make a lot more sense if the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was like the other Spider-Mans and just artificially made his webs. Yeah. So this one scene actually just made like, wait a minute, only to um, only Spider-Man in this universe can actually use those web slingers. Or only can only just fling webs, I guess. I don't know why. Um, so, yeah, I, I like I've said, I, I don't particularly like this movie, um, and that'll be reflected in my rating of it. So, mm -hmm. uh, let's just go ahead and get into the critic Ooh. ratings. Oh, this is going to be spicy. Okay, so IMDb gives this movie a 6.3 out of 10. Rotten eh. Tomatoes gives it 63%. It's interesting that they have it at the exact same. Um, yeah. Metacritic had, uh, Sorry, something caught in my throat. Metacritic has it at 59%. And 83% of Google users like the movie. Yeah, that's Apple ordinarily high. So, um, I'll start with this one. Um, <laughs> so... I've been going back and forth. Um, a lot of, at a lot of points in this movie, I was considering like high fours, um, and then at other points, I'm like, okay, yeah, actually, this part of the movie is pretty good. Maybe the movie deserves a five. Um, I, I don't know. I'd actually rather uh, thinking about it. I'd rather watch this movie than the last unicorn. Um, <laughs> so, I guess five point one. Wow. You actually gave... Like, it's the opposite of um, what I gave another movie. Why are we basing everything off The Last Unicorn? Because we both rated care. that 5.0. Why else would we be basing everything off of it? It was the perfect middle of the road for both <laughs> of us. <laughs> Damn. Um, honestly, I can see potential in this movie. Sadly, that's the only good thing I can see. So, I want to give it a bit higher than that. But not too much. So, 5.5. Alright. And uh, I'll just say this. Like, when it comes to Sony-produced Spider-Man movies, with the exception of the ones that are actually co-produced with Marvel, those being the ones with Tom Holland, um... The rest, just going forward, are not good, except for Into the Spider-Verse, but that's animation. Um, that's Sony yeah. Pictures animation. It's I a mean, different studio about, entirely. Like, bad movies or just mid? Um, like, from what I have heard, from what I have heard, um, The Amazing Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2 are both bad. Um, hmm. Venom is an okay movie if you don't care about Venom's comic book origins. Uh, for the comic cool. fans, it's like they completely bastardized his character. Um, oh, that's interesting. And then, like, there's a sequel to that movie, which the comic fans don't particularly like too much. I don't know about that one, because, like, I haven't watched it. And then, well, then there's Morbius. 
We actually have to watch Morbius. Yeah, we do. Well, we don't have to watch Morbius for, um, Into the Spider. No, um, No Way Home, right? No, actually, Morbius is after No Way Home. Well, technically it doesn't take place after No Way Home, but you're supposed to watch it after No Way Home. Oh, great. Wait, what? Yeah. Um, it takes place before No Way Home, but it came out after No Way Home, and features some spoiler stuff for No Way Home, apparently, so... Wait, I thought that was all in the, you know, they all, uh, featured that in the trailers, and Morbius actually had nothing to do with, um, you know, it was just its own thing, and that's why everyone got mad at it. Nah, uh, there's a, uh, there's a particular post credit scene that, uh, very much ties into No Way Home heavily. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, you can join us tomorrow for Amphibia Season 3, and next week for The Matrix Revolutions and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, uh, but until then, I've been Avery, that's been Lily, and we will be seeing you.